Hey, welcome to a brand new episode of Stream Show Podcast. I am your host, Calvin. I am riding solo today without my co-host, but I have guests today that are going to help me host this thing. We're going to have a good time. Hey, if you're listening right now, y'all haven't been hearing this much this season. Uh, guess what happened? I, after two years, your boy finally caught the Rona. Oh, man. I had COVID. It kind of put production at a screeching halt. But I'm glad to say that I'm doing better. Uh, I sound better, man. I, I didn't even have my voice. Let me tell you, like, I know we've done plenty of shows about Corona and being safe. I thought I was being safe. All I did was pick a friend up from the airport, and I got the Rona just like that. So uh, if you guys are out there, like Cardi B said, it's real. It's real. Man, I had it, and it is no joke. It is a beast. Luckily, I had my booster and my second shot, and uh, I was able to combat it within maybe four or five days. Started off with me having, like, just body aches, and then I was sweating, and I was just, man, it just, it, it was rough, man. But so, uh, you know, glory be to God, I'm, I'm safe now. I, I'm, I'm feeling better, and I got my voice back somewhat. So we're going to rock this thing out today, uh, rise solo today, but we're going to have fun today. Uh, this is one of my first shows back, so... Uh, I'm glad to be back, man. I miss y'all. I miss talking to y'all. The love on social media has been phenomenal. Uh, so thank y'all so much for supporting me to my COVID crisis, but I am doing much better. And we about to rock this thing today. We're going to kill it today because today, if you listen to our show, y'all kind of get a sprinkle of my personal life, but my likes and my hobbies. But man, let me tell you a story. My mom used to drop it off in my grandma's house, you know, every day before school because my mom had to go to work early. And after school, we would go to my grandma's house to she would feed us dinner and stuff like that. So my grandma on Mondays would make us watch WWE wrestling. You may know The Rock, Stone Cold, and stuff like that. And to see my grandma get so animated about Stone Cold, you know, open up a can of whoop ass and The Rock, Jabroni, and him, Jabroni, candy, candy ass, and all this stuff about just, you know, this wrestling. See, my grandma so happy to see this. Like, I had to go to my grandma's house every Monday, every Thursday to see wrestling because she loved it, and it was our time to bond. So recently, about the past couple, two, three years, I didn't know there was a group of us that loved wrestling so much. And then you get on TikTok, it's these kids in Africa doing interest dances, of uh, interest moves, of the wrestlers here in the United States. So it's like, this has been a global phenomenon, not just me and my community, but globally. So I didn't know that wrestling fans were so much. And so the crazy part about it is you see people who you wouldn't think are wrestling fans. WrestleMania comes out, you see celebrities, football players, and you know all kinds of people across the globe who love wrestling. And you would never think they love wrestling. So today's episode, I have some friends on the show. Man, they are part of our group. We are part of a group called Black Geek, Black Wrestling Geeks United. Because sometimes some people bash people who love watching wrestling. You know what? I, there's no shame. And these two guys today have no shame that they love wrestling. So without further ado, help me welcome one of my good friends I know personally, Mr. Wild Man Scooby, aka Jeremy. Sir, how you doing today, sir? What's up, man? How you doing? Pleasure to have, uh, be here. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. And, and one of our other friends that, you know, we talked, 
we haven't officially met, but the love of wrestling has once again united us, Mr. Brian Gorey. Brian, how you doing, sir? I'm doing well, sir. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. And hey, we're, we're a part of a group called Black Wrestling Geeks United. Man, and we talk about some of everything, right? Yeah, yeah. Those, those conversations go on. Yes, yeah, sir. And before we get started, just uh, let's start with Brian. Brian, tell us about yourself, where you're from, and everything like that. Well, my name is Brian. I was born in New York, but I was raised in Shreveport. Uh work for the city of Shreveport, but I'm also a bartender as well. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much once again for coming on our show. And you, you know, yes, sir. And the next person, I don't think he needs an introduction because I mean, if you know him, you see him, you see him, you know him. It is so much the wild man school. Tell us about yourself, what you do, where you're from, and all that. Uh, what's up? Uh, my name is Jeremy Houston, also known as the Wild Man Scoop. Uh, I'm from Shreveport, Louisiana, uh, born and raised here. I moved off for some time. Uh, I got a regular job like everybody else, but I do stand-up comedy as well. Huge wrestling fan, big fanatic, big fanatic, love wrestling, love pro wrestling. Look, and like, you know what? There, there is so much of wrestling fans. Like, let's take a round robin right quick. Jeremy, starting with you, look, this flash us your shirt. Like, look at that. But that is a wild man scoop. What is that, Jeremy? What is that? Wild man scoop. It's uh, inspired by NWO, uh, which is one of probably the number one factions ever in in, uh, in entire pro wrestling. And um, they made it cool to be bad guys, man. And I've always liked the bad guy. So uh, when I saw that, I just I had to. When I was old enough, when I when I wanted to start making merchandise. I was like, I gotta do something like this that involves I'm, almost all my merchandise is inspired by wrestling. From my Wild Man School shirt to I got a Wild Man School Bullet Club shirt. I have uh, my my Heartbreak shirt was inspired by Shawn Michaels, and I got a new shirt coming out too. I literally just thought of it probably 45 minutes before the show, but y'all gonna like that one too. All right, yes, sir. And then Brian, you got a Road Warrior shirt? Is that correct? Yes, sir. But this is this is also my girl's trail ride group as well. Okay, my bad. I was like, oh, so that's a road warrior. So I'm like, okay. But that is a faction. That is a group. Yeah. Right. <laughs> road warriors. I remember them. <laughs> I was road like, dog, uh, Billy Gunn. No, that no, was. Oh, man, that animal at home, bro. Look at you. Boy, you oh, man. You're about, about to disqualify yourself. You're disqualify yourself. Hey, it's been a little minute, but I'm, I'm starting to get back into wrestling, man. Oh yeah, but you know, whether you old or new, man, wrestling like unites us and just to get all this stuff inside, you know, to united with us. And we're gonna have more with this wrestling group on the other side of the break. Make sure you stay tuned. This is a straight up show podcast. In the two years that straight up has been a podcast, we've gone to where most podcasts have never gone before. From multiple celebrity guests to groundbreaking episodes, straight up is changing the podcast game. And now that season six is finally here. We plan to continue leveling up with our exclusive Season 6 merchandise. That's right. Grab your 80s retro-inspired merch today. Just visit our website at straightupshowpodcast.com. That's S-T-R, the number 8, upshowpodcast.com. Shirts as low as $19.99. straight up means to be able to speak in a way that is straight up 
to be honest and to speak your truth. Raw, uncut, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's blunt, you know, straight to the point, this is what it is. It's just a place to be open and honest, and that's what I appreciate most about it, and it provides a place for community members to come together and just be straight up with each other about things that are going on in the world because it affects all of us. Uh, unfiltered, raw, with all the cursing that Calvin does. Straight up is just being real, telling it, telling it like it is, you know, um, being you. Being solid, being who you are, no matter what it is, no matter what situation you're faced with, right? This is who you are. It really, it really speaks to me saying it is what it is and it ain't what it is, straight up. All right, welcome back to the Shadow Show podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, we are joined by my my friends, our personal group, uh, Black Wrestling Geeks United. Uh, once again, joined by my friend Scooby, Jeremy Houston, aka Scooby. I'm sorry, there we go once again. And uh, new to me, but also not new to me into the group, uh, Brian Gordon. Thank you so much once again for coming on our show. AKA Flash. Flash, <laughs> AKA Flash. There we go. Everybody has, I want, a nick, I want a cool nickname. I don't got no cool nickname. Like, I don't got no cool nickname. I want a cool nickname, man. Like, uh, we, I will come over with, we'll come over with your we'll alien. Over. Yeah, we'll, we'll, have, we'll get a gimmick for you. Yeah, everybody say, everybody <laughs> call me Big and my name, Big Boo, Big C. I'm like, man, no, nah, I'm more than just Big, man. What's up? That was like, you know. Yeah, but. I understand. I got you. We got you. <laughs> All right. We're going to come up with a poll in the group and we're going to be like, that's Calvin's nickname. Right, yeah. Yeah, I need, I need a cool nickname. And if y'all out there listening to us right now, or you watch us on TV, give me a cool nickname. What's my wrestling name? You know what I mean? So, but, and that's why we're here today because we're talking about all things wrestling. And some people don't understand it. I feel like that, and y'all can tell me if I'm wrong about this. I think that some people, when it comes to wrestling, they think it's kind of like, you know, I guess nerdy or, uh, are weird or have y'all ever felt that way at all growing up or just right even right now so as a child I didn't feel like that because it was so popular as a kid like everybody was into it you know it was everywhere and then I got older and I'll be honest with you I kind of drifted away from wrestling when I kind of got older and I started getting into girls a whole lot more so the girls had my attention so when I got older I just I I turned on Hulu for something and I just needed something to keep playing. This is like 2013. And I was like, you know what? I hadn't watched wrestling in a while. And I just turned on wrestling and like, it was this Randy Orton match. And I was like, from that time, I've been hooked on wrestling ever since about 2013 again. And I used to, when people were like, what do you like to do? I'm like, I like to like snooze and I like to watch wrestling. And I used to say it real deep or low so nobody could hear it because they were like, I don't want nobody thinking I'm a loser or nothing like that. But then I, I quit caring because I really enjoy watching wrestling. Like, I like the storyline. I like the merchandise. It, like, it was all good for me. So I quit caring. And the more I quit caring about it, the more I started finding people that were more like me, you know, especially black people. I mean, I knew, not saying that white people don't watch wrestling enough, but like it's a, it's a white male dominated sport. So, you know, of course you're gonna attract more people that look like you. And I think that's one reason why it has been able to grow as much because all the kids that they grew up, me wishing there was somebody to look at, you know, I didn't get to see Junkyard Dog and I didn't get to see Rocky Johnson. You know what I'm saying? I had the Mark Henry's and the Rock. And for the longest, I didn't even know the Rock was black. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I didn't have uh, uh, Too Cold Scorpio. 
you know what I'm saying? Those people, I I I used to look at them scream. Uh, what it was that screaming Norman? Uh, mm-hmm. Smiling you know Norman. Smiling Norman. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't. I had those were the people I cling to. You know what I'm saying? And now that I see that more people are coming out like Chris Bay, you know what I'm saying? Like Keith Lee, all these huge names that are like taking over. You know, it makes me feel good, and I'm I'm definitely more into it now. So yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's. That's kind of man. You dropped some some knowledge right there, man. Some history right there. And, yeah, oh, man. yeah. Like you brought some old school back to old Scorpio and uh, stuff like that. So, Brian, did you ever feel like that? You know, it was embarrassing, or you had to keep uh, watching wrestling like low key, or did you ever feel like you know you just it was something to be ashamed of, or no? Well, to pick back off of school when I was younger, you know, I used to watch it and everything, you know, but. You know, when I was young, it was like in the, in the 90s, early 2000s. So, you know, that was around the time, you know, Y2J and all them. And then, mm-hmm. you know, once I grew up, I st- I drifted away a little bit. But then when I seen Bobby Lashley come out, I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, we got, so they let him win the championship and everything, you know. He, and, uh, but then I started, I started going back, you know, just to catch up on my history of, you know, I started watching yeah. older shows, you know, like when Kane and them came out, Undertaker. And so, you know, I would, I would spend a lot of my time watching it when I wasn't grounded. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so I had some friends, they'd be like, man, you still watch wrestling? I'd be like, yeah, they'd be like, oh man, you lame. So I left, you know, I, I that's what, that's what made me leave it. Because you know, I was still mm-hmm. I was one of the kids I was always wanted to try to fit in or something like that. And then so when I as I got a little older, drifted away, started getting interested with girls. But then, you know, I met I actually met some girls that actually used to watch wrestling. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, cool. So, you know, girls started watching it and stuff. And so and we made some we made friends like that as well. And so that's what made me get back into it. Where are these girls at? Wow. That's a, girls, <laughs> girls that watch wrestling are awesome. Like, I ain't that, oh, yeah, you. man. That is... girls, that watch, <laughs> girls that watch wrestling are awesome. That, and that understand what's going on, can talk to you about what's... I'm telling you, man, I promise you. Those are the best. Them the ones you marry. <laughs> why, why is it? Why is that, that girls that watch wrestling, why is it so attractive? Because... I mean, they get it, and they're not—they're not like saying, "Oh, it's fake." It's we know we know wrestling is scripted. We know this now. Like it's just like a reality TV show. We know we know all of these things. Like just watch it and get it. Like just I don't—I can't explain because I mean, like they get it. They—they just get it. Like if you're in the football and you and you don't have to tell your girl what's happening every time. Like okay, so they kicking the football. That means it's a field goal or like, if you don't have to do that and they just kind of get it, they understand that it's a storyline and these are actors that are doing professional stunts that can honestly hurt themselves for our entertainment. You know, it's, I don't know. It's, I don't know. I can't explain. I like girls that's in what I'm into. So. Yeah. Well put, man. That's, that was really good. And speaking of the F word, we all know what the F word is, you know, in wrestling. We don't um, say the F word. <laughs> why why is the F word so Brian? This goes to you. Uh mm-hmm. why is the F word so bad in the world of wrestling? The F word. Because the F word is so bad is because it you know how it um you might have little kids, you and, know that and, and, and let's let's clarify. I'm sorry. 
What is the F word in the terms of wrestling? Fake. 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 It's a dangerous word. It's a dangerous word. It is. But the reason why I don't like to use it is because, you know, you still had kids like how we were. You know, we didn't know it was fake at the time when we were kids. And so, so, you know, it just played into our imagination. Hey, we could do those moves, even though they tell us not to. It's still and, real you know, to it's, me. It's, it's still real to me, yeah. And so, you know, it just you just don't you just don't want to ruin the kid's imagination, man. Just let them be kids. It's like basically telling your kid at an early age, oh, Santa Claus not real. You don't want you don't tell your kid that you let them have their imagination, man. You you let them learn <laughs> on their own. Cause that's how that's how it happened with me. Like yeah, <clears throat> I, I I um golly, I saw WCW came out to Shreveport years, years and years and years ago. And I saw Booker T and Kevin Nash in a hotel. And I literally just saw Booker T and Kevin Nash fighting. Like, and I'm like, this just does not make sense to me. And, you know, at that moment, that's when I kind of realized, oh, okay. And I didn't even, because I didn't even know Kevin Nash was Big Daddy Diesel. Like, I'm <laughs> telling you, I was like, I was so into it. And then when I saw Scott Hall, I was like, man, he looks a whole lot like Razor Ramon. Golly, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was like, I was just, I was, those were the characters and those who they were. And I like, I just, it, after that, and that along with getting into girls, that's kind of what me, I'm like, oh man, so it's been a lot this whole time. So was, was the snake in uh, Jake the Snake's bag even real? Like I start questioning everything. So it's, yeah, yeah you know. K-fade. The kayfabe, yeah, and and kayfabe, and you mean just kind of you may hear a lot of wrestling terms that we use today. That you're like, what does that mean? What does that mean? And like, that's what we're here to educate you on, and hopefully convert you to some of some uh, wrestling fans. But I think with me growing up, what used to scare me was Kane. I thought Kane was with Kane, and he played that role so well. And as a kid, man, that is probably one of the best storylines in WWE history. Like yeah. the Undertaker. When you thought like, they were brothers. Yeah. Man, let's hear it. It it took me a while to realize that they weren't brothers for real. I'm telling you, I'm real. I probably was an adult. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I was, was scared. Adult. I was scared. I was legit scared of Kane because he was tall. He can beat up everybody, the fire, and he the mask. Like you thought it was real. It was like some Freddy Cougar stuff. Like it was really scary, like in wrestling. I thought he was real. Uh, I, I, that's what drew me to him. And like when Kane came out, I used to like legit cry when he would beat up Stone Cold or somebody. I'm like, man, he beating up one of my heroes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, you know, like somebody stopped. And then to make it worse, you hear Jr. Like, just stop it, stop it. What are you doing? You son of a, what are you doing? And like, oh, so. No. Oh no! <laughs> right. <laughs> JL was the best, dog. Like, but, and like when I was watching, Kane was still wearing the mask. And when I came back, Kane was no longer wearing the mask. And I'm like, so ain't nothing wrong with his face? Like this whole time. Mm-hmm. No, matter of fact, I remember when they took the mask off and he had like the black stuff all over yeah. his face. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, there's nothing wrong with this man's face. And there's hair attached to the mask. What is going on? What's like, going on? <laughs> I don't understand. So, you know, it's. I, I, I think Paul Bear was a dad. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the story. That's how the story went. That's how the story went. I, I think both of their dads. I, I think that when made because people say it's scripted, but when you watch wrestling 
it, it's it's a team effort because it is the the acting it is the the the, the choreograph uh, of the stunts it's the the presentation then as a wrestling fan you have you know passionate commentary like Jim Ross yeah. you know who who is basically they know what happened you know they know what's happening but it's like you know to you you're like you, you he's seeing what you're thinking like man get off right. of him like you know things like that yeah. so calling commentary is amazing like it is one of but, the best. and so that i'm sorry with his, his i always liked it when stone cold came out when he doing the commentary oh man it's Stone Cold, Stone Cold. I was never oh, like, he's, he's talking. I was just thinking he's that. Talking. I was just thinking it. I was just like Stone Cold, Stone Cold, Stone Cold. Yeah, I was. I was literally thinking that. Like it, man. Jim Jr. is one is one of the best. He is gonna go down as one of the goat, one of the goat announcers. Like color commentary. Yeah, him and Corey Graves too, though, and uh, Michael Cole. I think I love Corey. I the way I, he, I cannot say like Corey. I don't, I don't know, like, the but Keith, you like Pat, uh, you like Pat McAfee, was, uh, was up really there, too. I love you Pat, because like, I'm a Colts fan, so I love Pat, you know what I mean? Oh, so, yeah, okay, okay, whatever. That, that's bias, then. That's bias. That, that reminds me of a young uh, JR. He does, though, you know. He, he, like, he, too, he does too much. I like him now. I like him more now. Mm. But when he first came, I was like, you do too much. He's like... He's like Corey Graves on steroids. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 too much. The standing on the table and all that stuff. But it gets and the crowd involved, though, like kind of how we work. It, it does. I yeah. just I it's too much for me. That's what I say. It's too much for me. And like talking about like it being so embarrassing. Now you fast forward to all the things we liked as kids. You see it now in like all kind of media. Like you see it on TikTok to where. People use the sound bites from Jim Ross on their videos and stuff like that because about regular stuff, not about reg- like regular stuff. Yeah. Like you know, and so like so, uh, you, you see like a world star hip hop video, and then you get Jim Ross uh, color commentary in the background. So like, it's just so much that people they low key like it, but they were ashamed to like it. But you know, we grew up with it. So with that being said, and I I start with Brian. Like, who is the wrestler? Who is one of your favorite wrestlers? Growing up, when you first started, not right now, but when you first started. When I first started, uh, let's see, I was watching wrestling. I think I said what ninety nine, two thousand. But back oh. when Cash Money was taking over. Yeah, back when Cash Money was taking over. <laughs> Very funny school. <laughs> but um, I'm not gonna lie, I live. I love Stone Cold, man, because when he just just when he come in the crowd, he break that glass. Oh, you yeah, already know pop. it's gonna be a fight. It's a big pop. Big pop. And then too, when they um when they had that uh what was the invasion? When they had the invasion um art when they was, you know, going against um WCW and you oh, know they yeah. had everybody invading them. And he, he had I think he just came back from an injury, so he drove up on he drove up with his truck and just beat the people with a pool cue. Yeah, it, it was just he came in, even though it was man, it was just I'm like, yeah, and then, uh, and then us being from Louisiana, like and, you know, close to Texas, I guess, like we know several people in Louisiana that, that act just like Stone Cold, just like Stone Cold. Yes, <laughs> we all got an Uncle Steve, yes, 
got an understatement. You got an that had too many beers. Oh, and then he'll sit there and like look at you like what? 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 Like look at you all what? crazy. Yeah. Uh, so school like who, who is the wrestler that you like growing up? Like who is one of your favorite ones growing up and why? All right, so I'm a I'm 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 a little older, so I hate to say I hate to say this now uh, because of all the history. Uh, Hulk Hogan was the guy back then. I was he was the Michael Jordan of wrestling. He is one of the reasons why wrestling is what it is today. I will give him his credit. I do not like Hulk Hogan anymore. Uh, but even during that time, uh, the Macho Man is is to this day one of my favorite uh, wrestlers. Uh, Jake the Snake and Ric Flair; those are my three old old school guys. And then when I really just was deep into it, Shawn Michaels, uh, the Heartbreak Kid. He is one of the reasons he inspired one of my logos for my uh, shirt. Uh, so. Sean, my I I have to give it to four people: Sean Michaels, Hulk Hogan. Uh, I have to cringe when I say that. Uh, uh, Macho Man and Ric Flair. Wow! So you went like you went like more than one. Okay, like because I, I can't give it to everybody. All all of them made it. Mm-hmm. All of them made it for me. Yeah. And so, like, I think I'm like the weirdest wrestling fan because, like, I don't like the big names. Like, you know, that's kind of weird. Like, I like Stone Cold and The Rock, of course. One of my my two favorite. I think. Two of the greatest of all time, I think, in my opinion, like Stone Cold and and The Rock. But I like people, uh, I like people like Edge and Rhino. Those are two of my favorite. Like, see, I, yeah, I rock with Rhino. I liked Edge when he first came out. Like when he became the rated R superstar, I wasn't in the wrestling then, so I didn't get. That's when Edge like took off. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't, I wasn't there at that time, so. Uh, so you, I mean, I like I like him now, but you know. So you really you really wasn't watching him when he was part of the Brood, then, huh? I was. You know, I I, 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 start, I started watching when he was in the Brood. That's that's gave me my introduction to him. Uh, it's kind of like when the Brood fell off and they kind of went into the, their own thing. Mm. Uh, I just I don't like you know. Of course, I was there at the beginning of the the feuds with uh the, the Hardys and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. after he kind of went on that solo run. I was like I said, I wasn't into it then. And it wasn't because I just didn't want to. It was just it wasn't my thing. TLC matches and he discovered girls in. Yeah. TLC, like I think that's what transcended the wrestling was the TLC match, tag team wrestling. And I was one of those people that thought that thought that Andrew Christian were brothers for real too. Like yeah, they were best friends. Yeah, because they were definitely they were like definitely friends outside of the business as well. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, I'm talking about just found that out six, seven years ago. Yeah. <laughs> like six, seven years. I was like, they not brothers for real? They both from Canada? Yeah, <laughs> lied to me. And then like, you know, they were, they, uh, they, uh, Rhino and Edge, they, I played football. So when you see these two, you know, their finishing move is what? Spear and the gore. And the gore. So like, just to see that and the way Rhino did it, like with ECW, you had Joey Styles, and he would, like Jim Ross, when Rhino hit the gore, he would say what? Gore, 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 gore. And like, because it got you amped up that he just, you know, do it. Yeah. So that really made me uh, love wrestling. But like, um, before we go to break, I want to talk about this right quick. And it's kind of like something that is now happening right now. And, you know, of course, our group is called uh, Black Wrestling Geeks United. 
Um, how important, Jeremy, is it to have black representation in this kind of business and wrestling and things like that? Uh, I feel it's extremely important. Uh, I mean, I think representation and everything is important. Uh, if you're if you're not nitpicking at certain things, you know, like uh, everybody can be a wrestler if they want to be a wrestler. You know what I'm saying? Everybody deserves to to be represented in uh, in the wrestling. Like I felt like when I start when I started seeing more black wrestlers, it made me want to watch more. Uh, it because I'm like, okay, it's somebody that I can rock with. Okay, like because. <laughs> I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick the black guy. I ain't gonna lie to you. I like. I'm gonna pick the back black guy. Good or bad. I'm rocking with him. That's my guy. You know. Even when Bobby Lashley was uh, in the her business, and they were the number one heel squad, I'm rocking with them. Not only because they were the number one heels, they also look good. So uh, <laughs> they are. Uh, it's representation. Representation is so much so so important because you might have that that little kid that's. Feel, that feels unrepresented and they're like oh well this is not for me because i don't see anybody that looks like me and when you see that one person all it takes is one person you know what i'm saying you don't know how many black girls little black girls want to wrestle and didn't they didn't see a, a jacqueline or they didn't see a jazz and or a sasha banks or uh an athena or a kiara morgan you know you, uh, uh hogan excuse me uh and they see those people and they like, oh, okay, cool. They can do it. I can do it. Sasha Banks is literally one of the biggest female black stars in the game right now. So they know that they can accomplish the great things. You know what I'm saying? Bobby Lash is over like crazy. Keith Lee, Chris Bay. These, these guys are completely over the rock. Like these guys are so over. And if you don't know what over means, it means they're accepted by the crowd and everybody loves them. Uh, even even when they're bad guys, you know what I'm saying? Like it works out for them. So representation is very important. Very uh, important. And I, I, I want to follow up with that because like, you know, what's crazy is that I got a niece and nephew. I'm kind of like Uncle Daddy, you know what I mean? Like, you know, Uncle Daddy, like, yeah, yeah, you know, nah. just like Bernie Mac, you know what I mean? I'm kind of like a Bernie Mac figure. And, yeah, and, I never pushed wrestling on my niece and nephew. Now, my nephew, he hates it. He hates wrestling. What? But to see my niece, like, and to sit in my bedroom, you know, I'm, I'm, in, I'm over here working and stuff, and, you know, see my niece, you know, going, going, I look at my room, and she watches SmackDown. And just to see her just, like, just, like, watching the Sasha Bank match. Yeah. And watching when I literally cried tears when I saw uh, her, Sasha Banks, and uh, uh, Sasha Banks and uh, and uh, Bianca at WrestleMania, Bianca at WrestleMania, yeah, and my knees sitting there watching that, like that was a moment in time that you would never ever get back because, like, yeah. you've never it's seen that, you know, because all you had back then was Jacqueline, you know, like you said Jacqueline. All you all you had was Jacqueline, you know, but Jacqueline was just like, boop, you know. <laughs> you know, and uh, but like just to see these women who carry themselves, they were their own women, and to see my niece just sit there say, "I don't want a Barbie doll. I want a Bianca Belair doll. I want a, I want, I want a Sasha Banks doll." Like and like the fact that she found wrestling herself, like wow, this is this is bigger than just like you know us guys like wrestling. Like this yeah. is like little girls too. So like representation is very big, uh, and and it's not even just a, a mom's race, you know. Uh, what I what a, one thing I do love, and I know you're gonna talk about this a little bit later, uh, AEW. 
how they're accepting of almost everything. You know, they are they are in tune with the LGBT community. You know, you got yep. people like Sonny Kiss. Uh, um, uh, 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 what's what's the what's the uh, the girl's name? Not, uh, got, uh, uh, Nyla Rose. Nyla Rose, right? You got you got those people, and on WWE, you had uh, Sonya Sonya Deville, mm -hmm. and you also had uh, Darren Young. Darren Young, Darren Young, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, actually, they didn't accept Darren Young at first, though. Initially, yeah, they did. Initially, they did I'm glad they, I'm glad they turned that around. Though. But you already, you already know why they did it, because you know they publicity, right? WWE is, and what I, what I've learned about business altogether is, WWE is not really for the adults; it's for children. Right. You understand? And I don't mean that like in a bad way. WWE is a business. They they have stock, so if it's not making money, we know kids will all parents are gonna buy their kids what their kids want. That's right. the reason why John Cena is who he is. Right, stand up guy, he's always the good guy. Yada yada yada. The kids love him. Like I can't stand the John Cena character, honestly. <laughs> but if my son or my godson, who absolutely loved John Cena, want John Cena John Cena shirts. And wristbands and hats. I'm I'm gonna get it. Yeah. So they already they already know it's a character they can get into. It's the character yeah. they can get into. It's it's a money game. It's mm. a, it's a money game. You if if John Cena sells fifty five kids shirts and only 10, 10 adults shirts, they like okay, well we are gonna push push them on the kids. Mm. You understand? Know like, and I think I also think that's one reason why Roman Reigns appeals to more adults now. Than when he was the good Roman Reigns, because now most people don't most most kids they don't care for Roman Reigns as much when he was the good guy in the Shield and he mm. doing everything right. Because now it's like it's like it's like I'm not it's like yeah. it's like effing kids like you know. But that's crazy. We're gonna have a little bit more about wrestling talk and why we are wrestling fans. On the other side of the break, this is the Straight Show Podcast. Stay tuned. Tired of the same old boring clothes? Want to support your favorite podcast but don't know how? Well, you're in luck. The Straight Up Show Podcast store is finally here. In our Teespring shop, you can find all the merch that tells the world you're keeping it straight up. From t-shirts to masks to even leggings, our store has you covered. Just visit straightupshowpodcast.com and click that merchandise button. That's S-T-R, the number eight, upshowpodcast.com. The videos and images displayed all across the world cannot fully express what the people of Ukraine are going through. This senseless act of terrorism has cost many of their lives and forced millions of Ukrainians out of their homes. Yet it's the Ukrainians' pride and resiliency that has inspired the entire world. So we here at Straight Up ask you to stand for freedom, stand for human rights, but most importantly, join us as we stand with Ukraine. Sultan Salahuddin from Southside 62 out right now. Make sure you tune in to the Straight Up Show podcast because that's where it's happening. You dig? 
All right, welcome back to the Australia Show podcast. I am your host, Calvin, joined by Brian and Jeremy, uh, Wildman Scoot Houston. Thank you all so much uh, for coming on the show. Uh, we are part of a group called Black Re- uh, Black Wrestling Geeks United. Uh, we we love the love wrestling, all things about it. Talk about it, whether it be New Japan, AEW, WCW, ECW, uh, you name it, AEW. Like we just love wrestling. So uh, we talked about the love of wrestling and the story and watching it, but going to a wrestling event is ten times better. And you know, funny story, right quick. You know, I live in Dallas right now. I haven't been back home in a minute, you know, and I don't really talk to these gentlemen uh, every single day. I mean, we do, but like not personally. <laughs> right. We, we not do. Yeah. And like, so I, and we, I'm in the middle of Dallas, big crowd, first AEW uh, live event in, in Dallas. And I'm over here just chilling with my cousin, Dash, out the Dash. Uh, and then lo and behold, look what I just see. Jeremy, like, <laughs> But how weird was that just to see you in the middle of yeah. a crowd out of out of everybody? We just see you at a wrestling event. Man, it's it, I mean, it it like you said, it unites us. Like I promise you. Like, cause when I saw I'm like, man, look at Calvin, man. I was like, hell yeah. I was so excited to see y'all. And, and what I will tell people about going to a live event, do not go alone. And mm. if you want, like, if you need to go, if you have to go alone, okay. But take at least one person with you that's mm. actually in the wrestling or that that's open to it because I promise you, it is a hundred times better. Like I, I had my uh, my friend at the time, Kendricks, and we had a blast. Like the role we was on, the dude, there was like two other guys down there. They just started buying us beers because we were having a good time. And I mean, it's it's always it's it's so good. It's so much fun. Uh. I got to see Sting wrestle, bro. Mm-hmm. Like Sting, like that was like crazy to me. And that was the night uh, Pentagon came. Uh, Pentagon Junior came back. Yeah, and Pentagon is one of my favorite wrestlers. Yes, yes. So I was like, you know, I'm a, and I'm in the front row. Like this is when uh, they started doing the other taping, and I'm in the front row, and I'm like, Zito, Miado, like I'm, I'm going, like I am, I am no longer a thirty, a thirty something year old man. I am like a 10-year-old child mm. having a great time. Brian, I can't hear nothing you just said. You're on mute. <laughs> to the kid living his dream. Man, <laughs> I'm talking about the the best time. The best time. Even when I went to um, uh, WrestleMania in New Orleans, oh mm. my goodness. I got to see The Undertaker. Yeah. Now, it, was a squash, it was a squash match against John Cena, but whatever. I got to see The Undertaker. I got to see... Uh, I was happy to see... Cedric Alexander win his first championship. Mm. Uh, uh, Kurt Angle, Daniel Bryan, Russell, Kevin, like I got to see some of my, and I also got to see um, Cody versus uh, Cody versus Kenny uh, around the corner the day before. Like it was, man, listen here. It was, was, live events are amazing. Like I promise you, they are amazing. Uh, Brian, Brian, what was one of your favorite? Have you been to the live event before? And if so, if so which one of your favorite? I went to the live event here. That's that's been the only live event that I ever went to. I mm. actually got to see, you know, this was when around the time they were still doing the four horsemen, the horse mm. women. So they were the big, you know, the uh, you know, they had um Bailey there, 
They had uh, Ronda Rousey. I actually, I actually took a picture of Ronda Rousey. It was man. It was. I actually got to see uh, Seth Rollins wrestle as well. So it was. It was real cool, man. It was just. And just like Scooby said, man, I felt like a, I felt like a kid living living my dream. I was like, man, I finally got to see a wrestling match. It was. It was just. It was just fun. Yeah. Seeing them how they break down, seeing how they break down the um, the ring after every match or so, like they getting ready to set up for it. Mm. It was, it was just beautiful, man. And I went. It was just me and my cousin at the time when we went. Mm. We had a ball because we both grew up watching wrestling. Like me and him always like the game um, SmackDown. Here comes your pain. Mm-hmm. Or oh, yeah. Tomorrow, we always used to play as the Hardy Boys, mm-hmm. and so. It was that, was that was the best part, the gaming part of it. My oh, nephew, man. as I'm I stuck on WWE 2K22 right now. Hey man, you gotta play me. You gotta play me. You gotta play me. What's up? You know, uh, <laughs> I'm not that great, but I'll play. <laughs> I'll play. I ain't that great, but I'll play. <laughs> my uh, as I as I told y'all before, my nephew he does not like wrestling anymore. I mean, that that was previously. So now I said, look, man, I begged him. I said, look. I know you don't like wrestling. I know you don't like to watch it. I promise you. But at least come to WrestleMania with me. At least come to WrestleMania. Because I'm telling you, it is not what you see on TV. Like, and so he was like, I begged him. I pleaded with him. We had some issues about it. So he said, you know what? I'm going to go. So keep in mind, my niece, she loves wrestling. She loves wrestling. So she was excited to go. We went to this past year's WrestleMania in Dallas. Tell you me what had to beg me, y'all. You had you could have called me and said, Scoop, I want you to come. And I, I would have been up there on the way. I was, yeah, I got an extra ticket school. Oh, I'm on the way. I'm coming. Oh, I'm right there. I'm right there. So right there. we we get to WrestleMania, and he sees a big crowd of people just and just he's in awe. Then all of a sudden, like, you know, because we we as wrestling fans, we know when pyro coming. You know what I mean? We know when the pyro coming. So I'm like, hey, watch yourself. But if you don't know, when you go to a wrestling event, that pyro is loud. It is like a bomb. And so he would just jump, just like jump. And like, you know, but come to find out my, my niece is a hardcore wrestling fan. But my at the end of WrestleMania, my nephew, biggest fan now, had the time of his life, talked about it for days, took pictures of everything in sight. And it just goes to show you that not even just their experience, it transforms somebody just that quickly. Cal, it doesn't even have to be that big of an event, man. I took my uh, I took my homegirls, little boys, to Marshall with me for the uh, League of Lions. They, in Marshall, they got this little League of Lions uh, wrestling promotion out there, and the and the one we thought would be having a blast, he had a good time. But the one we was like, oh, he probably ain't gonna like this because he y'all whatever acting. He was the one that was going crazy. Like he was the one that was animated. He was the one that was like, no, no, I'm talking about, you know how they mess with the kids in the crowd. And he was like, he was like, he was so ready. He was so into it. So like, you know, the next week he was like, so we going to go watch wrestling again yeah. uh, this week. And I'm like, it, it, it made me feel good. Cause I, I've introduced these kids into something I love. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they, they naturally just grabbed it and they was like, oh, this is fun. We like doing this. And now they, they still call me to this day, like, hey, we going to, the wrestling, so mm-hmm. when wrestling will be out here in July, I'm gonna have the the two boys, my godson, 
uh, and probably my my niece. Mm. So I'm gonna have like four kids. I'm gonna need another chaperone just in case somebody want to come hit, with hit, me. Hit me up. I got you. You know, hit me yeah, up. Listen here. Brian, Brian said he got you. Yeah, he got you. I did. Yeah. But it's so cool because, you know, I look at it like, especially with, uh, you know, our black community, it gives us something. Shout out to like, you know, uh, a Jeff out there in Shreveport uh, who's trying to do his thing in the rest of the promotion out there. Uh, and you worked with Jeff before too, uh, Jeff Trotter. Uh, and so like, it's it just to see that I was in the black community we're getting our kids who love wrestling off the streets and, you know, they can look at something different besides like, you know, gunplay and stuff like that. And yeah. especially with the times going on in America. Um, so as we wrap things up right now, uh, I want to know right quick, and you got to tell me why, Brian, are you team AEW or team WWE? At, well, I mean, at first, you better answer this right, too. I'm not going to lie to you, man. I am Team AEW. Okay. The reason why I like AEW is because their storylines are, are top-notch right now. Because especially how the way they built up um, Hangman Page, you know, going through all his trials for the championship, it was just that long-term building, you know, WWE now, they just, they'll push one story. The next thing you know, they'll drop. You won't won't see the push no more. I'm like, judgment day. Judgment Judgment day. Like literally judgment day. (laughs) I I don't even take it back. The breaking up of the hurt business. Oh yeah. Oh my God. That was such like a, a strong faction. Why would you even break that up? Okay. You saw I recreated, you saw I recreated. (laughs) Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty good. I was like, come on, bro. That was that was a good that was a good faction that could have easily been just like how the bloodline is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That there was so many that was so many ways to handle handle um the hurt the business. Hurt business. Like you you even could have mimicked um to Evolution. give Cedric Alexander a push. Mm-hmm. You could have mimicked Nation of Domination. Mm-hmm. How yeah. Cedric Cedric was trying, he was trying so hard to, to fit in and be right. You could have made him almost like the next rock. Now he wouldn't he wouldn't have been the next rock, but it would have gave him that singles competitor push. So now we know he's good. Then you had Shelter Benjamin who freaking trains trains Brock Lesnar. Like you already know he's tough. And you got Bobby Lash. Like, come on, man. And you got MVP as a mouthpiece. Oh no. They literally had like a evolution. They literally had the black evolution. Mm-hmm. They literally had the black. Now MVP wasn't no Ric Flair, but you know what I'm saying it wasn't. It wasn't too many people you could really choose from in in that category. You know what I'm saying? And it worked but, because, like, you know, he he came back on a part time, like just a one time, like wrestling. Uh, was a Royal Rumble spot, and now I look mm-hmm. at him now. So who would have knew if if you would if I had a million dollars and you said I bet you I bet you we'd still be hearing from MVP in 2022. I'd be, I'd be broke. Yep. Right. I'd be broke. Uh, Scooby, are you team AEW or are you team WWE? Uh, I'm gonna make it even more difficult. I'm gonna say I'm just team independent wrestling. Okay. Uh, I, I'm not anti WWE, but I am, I am very pro pro wrestling and not sports entertainment. And the people that watch understand what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, because what's the difference? They. The so you know sports entertainers they 
they wrestle, but you know, it's we got we got to sell these tickets. We you know we, yeah. we love wrestling and all this, but it's 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 a whole lot of business. It's a whole lot of business with the pro wrestling. Uh, everything ain't gonna be a gimmick. You know what I'm saying? Everything. It sometimes it's gonna be real. It's gonna the opening matches, and we've discussed this in the group. The opening matches with AEW, top notch. They are putting top tier stars in the front of the car. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? To get that viewership in. They, I mean, that's business as well. But like CM Punk comes back and he wrestles three times a month. No one expects right. that. You, you don't have people like that doing that. That's that's that big of a name in WWE. Brock Lesnar comes six times a month. Then we get Bill Goldberg that puts on a horrible show. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna say I'm more independent because AEW they they work with everybody. they work with ROH they yes. work with uh, New Japan you know what I'm saying and, and they work with TNA yeah. with TNA they're they're the matches are better like I ain't gonna lie to you the matches on all time I don't have I don't have to know who is who wrestling to to see a good match there mm-hmm. with WWE I have to know who's wrestling because mm-hmm. then I. Then, because okay, Big E wrestling, so I know this is gonna happen and this is gonna happen. Or it's the same. It's the same match you saw last week. It's the same match I saw last week. Like <laughs> when Seth Rollins and uh, uh, Drew McIntyre was wrestling, I'm like, I'm, how many times are we gonna see this? How many times are we gonna see this? Versus David I'm, Finley, Daniel Bryan, yeah, you know, like, Bryan Danielson. I'm, with, and, against Pennsylvania or something. And I, like, I saw David Finley, like, Finley, you know, so you think about Finley, Finley. And it's, yeah. it's, it's exactly who we thought he was. But I'm like, <laughs> but it's like, dang, this dude could go. And, like, it was a, a no-name, but they didn't they didn't squash the no-name. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. the, no, the no-name really held his own compared to, like, if, like, if it was a Cedric versus, you know, a, a Butch or somebody like or whatever, he would get squashed because, like, oh, because we got to, we got to, we gotta put him over, which is like get him to win the now, crowd over. This is also something that makes me mad about WWE. When you said Butch, the Bruiserweight was literally a dominant figure in NXT, and then when you move him up to what they call the main roster, now he's a rabid person. Like mm-hmm. now you can't control him. Like yeah. he can't talk. I, I didn't like, like that either because they destroyed pretty much what Triple H built. Triple H built NXT to basically like a third show. And then they just cut it when, I guess, I don't know what happened between him and Vince McMahon, but he just cut them on down. And now you changing Walter into Gunther. And Gunther and or whatever, like. You, you brought Tommaso Chapa up there. He ain't even doing nothing. Right. Like you, you pretty much he, destroyed what like, um, Pretty much what he he built those characters up. You 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 created competition within your own company, and that competition was doing better. I said was whipping your ass. Yes, like on both shows. When WWE Live used to come to Shreveport, I stopped going because it wasn't really that good. But the uh, NXT when NXT came, I'm talking about them boys put on a clinic. Like uh what what when was that? That was 2020, right before the world shut down. Yeah. I'm talking, and that's that was the first time I ever saw Swerve wrestle. Uh Isaiah. Oh, yeah, that boy up. Man, that boy went him and uh Garcia, uh Umberto cousin. 
Oh yeah, Angel, Angel, Angel Garcia. Angel Garcia. Like with a a person yelling out crazy stuff the whole time, they still put on an amazing match. Like mm-hmm. amazing, like it was so good. And I'm like, I don't even get this from WWE. Yeah. I mean, now granted, I was sitting close this time. Because uh, <laughs> it it does help where you sit it. If the closer mm. you are, the better the show is. Um to me personally. But like NXT just has always put on better shows. Mm. Now I I'm not watching NXT 2.0. I haven't seen anything too much. Okay. It's yeah. not no more. You can tell it's not triple A show no more. Yeah. Uh-uh. Okay. Uh-uh. I can't anymore. And I think we gotta, we gotta really come back to this episode again because, man, I think there's so much more we can deep dive into because, I mean, a lot, we, you, you all can tell how passionate we are about wrestling. And, like, we, you know, I think there's a lot of people out there that, because I posted one TikTok video and they got like 8,000 views because, you know, I posted it. So I think that there's a lot we should talk about. There's a lot going on within the structure of the wrestling uh, business, which we like to do in our hobby. Uh, but before we, we wrap, wrap this up, uh, I asked y'all about favorite wrestlers growing up, but I want to hear about your favorite wrestlers currently uh, right now. Uh, I'm going to start with you, Scooby. Who is, and it can be with any promotion, uh, who is one 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 of your favorite wrestlers uh, in any promotion? Okay, so if we're going to, if we're going to say just limit it to one. I like how uh, you put go. the emphasis on one. Cause you you saw you kept making because I was <laughs> yeah, I he was ready. ready. You're ready, yeah. I had, I had the list ready. I'm gonna go with Chris Bay. Okay. Chris Bay, uh, the the only black member in the Bullet Club right now. Okay, I like that. All right, and Brian, like, who's one of you your favorite? Uh, one of your favorite uh, wrestlers currently? Oh, I'm not gonna lie to you, man. Randy Orton is my guy. Okay. I think that I think I think uh one of mine thing I want to do two too, but uh all right. But I wanna I wanna say right now one of my favorites is and because he's from Louisiana, uh and he carries himself very well. Absolute Ricky Starks. I knew it. Wow. I, I wanted I wanted to pick him, but like he he's a star. He really uh, he, he, when you say representation. We said rep- that he represents our state well. Like he he loves his state. His trunks got the Florida Lee on it. Like just like and he does it. The, the music is all about Louisiana. It's just I love it, man. Like and he's charisma. Wow, charisma out the door. Yeah, he 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 got the juice. He definitely got the juice. He got the juice. And like he, he got, the juice. got the juice. And he's one of those hills that doesn't just like run away. He gonna he gonna fight you. And yeah, then like, he's he gonna take his lick. He's gonna yeah. take his lick. Yeah. Yeah. And then like the thing about him is that like, you know, it's just, you know, one of my other favorites, he's a black wrestler, is you know, he's with Powerhouse Hubs. So yeah. it's kind of like it's just man, it's just it's like that Shaq and Kobe type. Shaq thing. and Kobe. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I like that's a good analogy. I like that. Yeah. So uh that's our love for wrestling. I'm pretty sure next season we're gonna have more of this because this is like a part one. So uh, I want to thank y'all for coming on the show, uh, Jeremy, Wild Scoob, you know Houston, and and Brian. Thank y'all so much for uh, coming on the show today. Thank you. No problem, man. Thank you for having thank me. Thank you for having me. No problem. And before we go, um, do you want to go ahead and promote yourself, Scooby? Oh yeah, man. You can find me on all social media at the Wild Man Scoob. I have my NW influenced uh, Wild Man Scoob shirts. I also have my. Uh, Heartbreak Kid 
influence shirt, the wild man scoop. Brian got one of these. Uh, the wild man scoop everything. Uh, if if you ever in town, man, holler at me. I we can watch some wrestling, drink a beer, and talk about it. Let's do it. And if you want to meet Flash at the bar, you know you can always come to three one eight Cigar Lounge on Pines Road, and also you can come to um, Laugh Out Loud Comedy Club at six eighteen Commerce Street. Come get a drink with Flash. You only there on Mondays though. Only on Mondays. <laughs> Only on Mondays. <laughs> all right, there you have it. Flash, Scooby. Hey, thank y'all so much once again for coming on the show. Uh, that is a wrap-up of our show. Uh, I want to invite you to join, to join the conversation. If you like wrestling, tell us who your favorite wrestler is. Like, go on our website at straightupshowpodcast.com. That's S-T-R number up to number eight upshowpodcast.com. See, look, I still got COVID. It's still in my system. I can't, I can't talk, you know, but uh, but we want you to join the conversation on our, our website. Uh, tell us what, who you love and things like that. If you want to support our podcast, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash straight up show podcast 318. That's straight up show podcast at Patreon. I can't talk to you. Wow. Just patreon.com forward slash straight up show podcast 318. Until then, that's the end of our show. Join the conversation. Until then, there's only one rule to our show. You gotta be straight up. Straight up.